Hey everyone, this is Alicia. We're back with Real Life Black Girls Hill 2. Um, it's been a minute, but we're definitely going to get into some things today. Um, so just kind of catch up, figure out where we left off, and bring you guys up into the current day. And I have a special guest with me today. Um, hopefully you guys receive him very well. And he gives some insight. Um some tips and tricks and things you can use while on the journey so sit back relax and let's get into it <clears throat> all right so i'm really bad with recording i'm really bad with being disciplined and as you can imagine that's a part of this anxiety but you know, 2019 is coming. You know, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling a little better, you know. So I'm like, let's go ahead and pick up where we left off. And, you know, let's get into, you know, what we started out with. So it's been since September was the last time I recorded. And it is currently now December. And so much has transpired with me, my family, um, my life, my work, and it's just, it's a lot, but I'm just going to try to run down a few quick things. So I recorded that first one on September 20th. Um, and ironically, I, you know, not, a, wait. So in that one, I talked about, um, my story, my background. Um, it was the 18th anniversary of my dad's departure, um, I talked about a really cool Breakfast Club interview that I liked and I related with. And ironically, my uncle passed away six days later. So as you can imagine, that really set me back. Um, it was very sudden. No one knew. Um, he wasn't sick. And it kind of just threw me and my family in a whirlwind. And, you know, with time past grief I always say is either you're drowning or you're staying afloat and with when in the moments when you're drowning you kind of have got to find an anchor and so thankfully I've been able to do that and um I'm staying afloat thus far um I do miss him of course um because he was just so inspirational and influential in my life like he was my second dad when my dad passed so you know going from a child to now an adult and having somebody that was really constant you know not here anymore suddenly like I said definitely set me back but you know it is what it is and I'm just learning that with life it's always changing it's always evolving um, one minute you're up, one minute you're down, and you just kind of got to find the solace and roll with it. So <clears throat> that's what's happened. Um, Family-wise, as you can imagine, that affected a lot of people that was really close to me. And we've just trying to, we've been trying to just stay afloat and keep on track. So my absence on Instagram has a lot to do with that. Um, my lack of posting and being even interactive on Instagram has a lot to do with that but we're moving forward um we are going in a new direction and you know th this is just real things that happen to real people and it's a part of my journey and 
when I first started, I always said that I would be very honest with you guys and very transparent. And so with me losing my uncle set me back and it kind of did a domino effect. But nonetheless, we're getting on track and we're we're moving right along. And then also in that um, podcast, I initially recorded, I talked about the Breakfast Club and how they had judge lynn taller on there and how she was so relatable to me my life and i also talked about somebody that i call chocolate and who he is to me um he was he's my fiance he is the love of my life um he has a lot to do with who i am and my current state that i am in now and um you know that's why me and her related so well because she just described who he who her husband was to her and you know how he impacted her in terms of her mental health and so that's how me and her relate because me and chocolate are the same way and i'm gonna go ahead and introduce my special guest so i'm gonna have him introduce himself so special guest hi hi and introduce yourself oh my name is mark william and um, like she said earlier on, she called me chocolates. Um, oh, hold on. Let me just disclaim. He's Nigerian, like 100% Nigerian. And his accent is very heavy. <laughs> um, Sometimes I have an issue with understanding him. So he's going to try to be as clear as possible. But he's, but, you know, this is just who he is. And... You know, I just want to make that disclaimer. I'm sorry, but go ahead. Okay. Um. Sorry, let's talk. You my said name. your name was Chocolate. Okay. Oh, I call you Chocolate. You call me Chocolate. So, and um, at first, uh, I didn't really want to talk today, but she, he's trying to act like he's shy. He's not she, shy. She want me to talk, but I hope you guys understand me and my assets, because I'm not gonna change. Um. <laughs> okay, baby. So, what's the question? <laughs> okay, so um, me and Chocolate have been together now for a hot, hot minute, and um, when we initially, two yes, two years, two years, two years, when we initially met, um, okay, so baby, when you first saw me, or like when we first got together, like, what did you think of me? A cool girl, you know, to have everything going on, you know, and like the African queen, I always call you. Okay, so since this is a podcast, of course, about Black Girls Hill too, and he's super, super supportive of it, <clears throat> and he. Okay, he understands, like, what mental health is. But, baby, tell me, like, your first, like, the first encounter with my mental health and, more specifically, anxiety that you've dealt with with me. Like, what was that like? What was it? What was it like for you? Oh, okay. Um, first of all, Anxiety is just a word I saw in in, in the dictionary. I've not uh, experienced. I've not seen someone 
suffering from anxiety before you know so the first time you know your mood keeps skipping one minute you're happy the next minute you're not happy and i can't figure it out you know sometimes i do ask myself am i the one that make you angry or not you know until you told me about the anxiety of a thing you know because i keep i see it as you just get angry unnecessarily you don't you don't feel like doing things the way you you're supposed to do it i want to be on the bed i don't want to get up mm -hmm. i don't feel like doing nothing you know you know where i come from ladies are where like you that. come from from Nigeria. Oh, okay. Yeah, Nigeria, we don't do that. Like, a lady telling you, I don't feel like doing nothing. You know, we consider the person as a lazy person. You know, but not until you open up to me and tell me what what you call anxiety, that you are having anxiety. You know, so... That was the first experience I, I noticed, like, you skipping your mood and all that. And so, like, once you realize it wasn't just me being lazy, it was me, you know, being depressed or having, being in a depressive state, like, how how did you feel or, like, how did that, how did you feel? Do you want to know the honest truth? Yes, I do, because we're on here keeping it real. Okay. I felt like you are crazy, like... Something is wrong with you, like mm -hmm. somebody going mad. Okay. You know, it is not normal mm -hmm. to me, you know. And um, at first, I was scared. Mm -hmm. What is this? Is, is she having a mental problem or something? You know. But I didn't want to lose you, so I said I'm gonna fight it. <laughs> yeah. Cause I, I, I see it as spiritual. You know me, so I see it as spiritual. So I, I wanted to fight it by praying and all that. Mm -hmm. You know, but with time, I understood that um, most Afro Americans anxiety is common. Mm -hmm. You know, so. Yeah, that's true. And like I like he's saying, like, he definitely hadn't really... Ha he had no experiences with this. And he didn't know what it was, where it came from, what it meant. You know, like he said, like, he was scared. And, you know, but but what what made it doable for him is because, you know, his love for me... And that's why I'm just so blessed to have him and um, him just be a part of this with me. And I don't feel alone. Um, and he's always he's always present for me, especially when it comes to this. So, baby, like when I'm when I'm having like a day where like my anxiety is like really bad, like what do you do to? calm me down or bring me like back to a place where I kind of can see my way 
Yeah. I think, um, yeah, I still remember the first attack he had that was in the store. Mm-hmm. We were shopping and he started like, oh my God, baby, I can't do this. I was like, you can't do what? You, you need to go, you need to go, you need to go. So, I tried to hurry back. The first time I, 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 I actually wanted you to fight it because I believe, you know, running away from your fears, you're not going to conquer your fears. So, I try my best to tell you, hey, you can do this. You need to fight this, you know. Um, the therapist that we went to the other time told you, you mm. need to breathe three times, you know. But and I, he always tells me that. He all, it never fails. And I'm like, baby, yeah, I, I know that I'm supposed to breathe, but I don't feel like breathing right now. But he always tells me about the breathing, which is actually really good. But sometimes when I'm in a, in a, in a place and it's just too much for me, like, the breathing is like, oh, okay, no, sorry, next. <laughs> Go ahead, baby. Yeah, so... <sighs> That was that was the first experience, you know. Uh, the what anxiety the attack. attack, yeah, and the then, real attack. You and know? then what about that other one? The, the one summer. That, the, like how was yeah? How was that? Oh, the the that that one was so terrible. You know, I was. I was I was so surprised. That was the height of the anxiety that I was ever yeah. seen for mm-hmm. you. You know, you stood up, you hit me. Yeah. I was like, oh, my God. So, first of all, I was thinking that something happened. Maybe you just want to fight me or play, something. yeah. You know, no, that was a play. I was thinking that was a fight. You wanted to fight you me think or so? something. You think so? You thought something happened. Yeah, so, you know. But when you shouted, Mark, help me. That's when I knew. Something was wrong. You were not yourself. Yeah. So, the first thing was to hold you. Start praying and start telling you, baby, you need to think about something else. Mm-hmm. Take your mind off. And and for you and, and let's let me just say that that actually was the worst one that I've ever experienced. Like I've never had one that bad before. And that one took me a very long time to calm down. Remember? Mm-hmm. Like even, you know, because we had walked outside, walked in. I got in the bathtub and I was just still not calm. And, you know, it just, that was a really, really bad one. Like I scared myself. I scared him. I scared everybody around me. Like that one was so bad. Yeah. And I kept apologizing to him because I just felt so bad. But it was like, it was out of my control. You you became so powerful than what you are. And that's, yeah, that's, that's, that's that strength of just all that built up adrenaline, like the, the everything. And I just, I lost it. Like I absolutely lost it. And like I said, like in the first one, chocolate is like a real one, like definitely because so many people, like he said, would be scared and just walk away or whatever. But that's why it's just so important to have somebody, even if it's a friend, a family member, um, who, somebody in your corner that's like really ready to go to war with you about it. Because it's something that is 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 
a thing that always happens and it's in waves and it's in phases and it's in stages like it's it's a reoccurring cycle you know the only thing that I can say is that it gets better to deal with over time but it doesn't go away so that's why it's so important to have somebody that's supportive that's responsive that's attentive to all of your needs and and uh, uh, your ways and things that happen to you because of these different things and anxiety is just one of the mental um challenges that people have it's it's depression (laughs) what is it mental illness? Yeah, yeah. mental illness. Um, it's it it's depression. It's so many of them. Um, it, but it's just it's just important to have that right support, that right circle. Because even when my uncle passed, like I know he was like, "Oh my God!" Like this girl. Um, I just went through a wave of emotions. I was upset. I was angry. I was sad. I just I was so up and down, but. You know, he does his best to support me. And, you know, there's nobody else that I'd rather do life with than him because I know at the end of the day that I'm supported, I'm loved, I'm looked after, I'm taken care of. And although, you know, I have these challenges, he's 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 still in my corner. So, um, it's just real life and okay so maybe what would you say to somebody that may be with somebody that has mental issues and they get tired themselves like what advice would you give them uh, on how to the keep ha- the habits already no that no is something from like anxiety? like like we're we're a partner okay so somebody that is the partner that doesn't have the mental illness. But the partner has it. That yeah, and they're supporting the partner. But the the support of the partner is getting tired and getting burnt out and stuff like that. Like yeah. what would be your advice to them? Or even for yourself, like how do you stay grounded with all of my issues? Like how do you stay with your head in the game with dealing with me? First of all, um I I don't really see the anxiety that something is gonna last forever. Okay. You know, I don't. I don't want to speak negative about it. You know, I what 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 gives me hope that made me stick, still, be there is I have this faith that, it's not gonna be forever, and if you if you check, I always tell you, don't say this is your anxiety. It's mm-hmm. not for you. You know. And um, first of all, what the only thing that can make someone stick stick to an anxiety patient or somebody suffering from mental illness is love. You know, because if you don't love the person, I don't think you're gonna stay. You know, and it's not it's not it's not something somebody wanna suffer from because you when you have the attack. If I do right, is wrong. <laughs> Anything I do right is wrong. You never, ever say, yes, this is right. This is what this guy is doing. And uh, you become stubborn. Mm-hmm. You know, even at work, I will tell you. Go in the bathroom. Go to the bathroom. Wash, wash your face. Wash your face. You said no. You're not going to do that. Like I just said, 
10 minutes ago. You know, you're not going to do that. You know, so it takes someone to have patience mm-hmm. to handle anxiety, anxiety patients because patience. Yeah. Well, patience. Yeah. Well, <laughs> why are you laughing? <laughs> yeah. Anxiety patient. Yeah. <laughs> what do you call it? Anxiety word. Career. Is that what you're gonna say? Career. No. Then what? Not a patient. I'm not at the hospital. Okay. Anxiety what? Okay. Sufferer. So sufferer. <laughs> oh, my God. It's, it's something. So, okay. Somebody okay. that's suffering from anxiety. Okay. Thank you. Okay. So, it takes patience, you know, and tolerance. To- tolerance. Yes. yes. You know, to to take all the... All the troubles, you know, because you can't imagine your your fiance, your girlfriend, your wife telling you, "I don't feel like brushing my teeth. I don't feel like getting up from the bed." These are these are. If, oh I appreciate his transparency because when you have, if you have depression, you you don't want to do nothing. Nothing. Literally nothing. There will be days I'll be like, "Mac, I'm not doing nothing." I'm not getting out of bed. What do you mean? I'm not doing nothing. I don't feel like it. I don't want to. I can't. Dishes. Hey, look, you handle it. And oh my god, and we make it work. Yeah, but some people gonna you're gonna have issues with them. You know. So yeah, that is the that is that is the key. You have to be patient with them. You have tolerance. You know, and uh, I'm I'm this kind of a person that when it comes to fight, I walk away. I don't want to fight because Alicia, Boo Boo, you are 100% ready for fights. Okay. <laughs> we're being honest. We're being you transparent. Um, I'm an Aries. I'm definitely a fire sign and I spit fire. And he's an Aquarius. So he's a water sign and he's kind of just floating. Uh, we're definitely different in those terms, but I'm more of the feisty kind and that transpires through our relationship so it's real it's real okay okay so chocolate why do you love me is that yeah included here uh-huh. Th- this is included here <laughs> <laughs> okay no it's not included i'm it's just included. i'm just joking yeah. i just i just joking chocolate but yet, you know. So this is um, this is what we got. This is what we got, Alicia and Mac, and we're just going through the motions with this anxiety. And he's more than a special guest. He's the love of my life, and I'm so thankful for him. But you know, that's what's going on, and. This is who's going on and who helps me make it day to day. <clears throat> and um, I want to thank my special guest for being in that the house tonight. Oh, well, me. Oh, okay, yes. I try. You try. I want to thank my special guest for being in the house tonight. Mm-hmm. Could you, what, what do you have to say to the people? Cheers. <laughs> One love. Okay. Be good. Uh-huh. Take it easy, partner. Yep. And um, 
God bless. God bless. So thank you. So chocolate. All right. That was another episode of Real Life with Black Girls Hill too. Um, hopefully we'll meet a little bit more frequently than we have been. Uh, some stuff in store, some things that need to be talked about, some stuff that I want to talk about and discuss with you all. So you make sure you enjoy <clears throat> Love and Light on the Journey. Until next time.